Welcome to Mindful Space to Pause. Your host is Dee Lee. In our show, you'll experience what it means to take a break, get in tune with your true self, and be in the present. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mindful Space to Pause. My name is Dee Lee, and I'm your host today as we explore practicing presence with insight. We can begin applying this immediately as we embark on this personal design assignment of ourselves. So observe your world with a new focus as if you have not really experienced it before. Ask yourself, how does the experience feel? What do you see? You may not know the whole story, but each observation is like a piece of a jigsaw puzzle. As you observe more of the details, you will find more of the complete story opening up along with the solutions to any issues identified. It's one of my quotes. Do you typically experience your emotions, your streaming thoughts, and your responses on a bit-by-bit reactive basis? Is it possible to learn more clarity from the little bits you experience by inter- intentionally observing your inner mind and body reactions without judgment? As you practice with your internal system observations, you can build your knowledge, understanding, and process with a new skill of how to use insight as a way to improve your experience with your world. When you apply this inward perspective on a regular basis, it can help make your mind clearer, calm, and focused from a higher perspective. And insight has a lot of different meanings to it. Also, depends on how it's used and how um, the interpretation is. It's really the power or act of seeing into a situation, and um, it's a is really also taking a look at. Um, not just seeing, but also the nature of things, um, whether you're interpreting them intuitively or you're actually viewing them from a different perspective. So some of the the labeling of insight um, has to do with some discernment. You know, discernment um, is stressing the accuracy of something. Um, is it a reading of a character or motives or appreciation? Some discrimination, this, these are some synonyms, and they relate to insight and how you actually view certain things. Um, perception implies a quick discernment. And um, when we look at something from an insight perspective, uh, it's a depth of discernment along with some understanding. So it's really looking at you know things in a different way in it with without judgment and um, the idea here is to um, take a look at you know insight is really developing understanding and it uh, is a, a whole lot of range of understanding sometimes where um, we take time to pause and we take a look at learning more about a topic. So, if it's if it's a subject that we're interested in, um, maybe we're um, already specialized in training. Uh, sometimes we're taking a look at the stresses, and we want to understand our whole self, you know, our mind and body dynamic, rather than just taking a look 
at little bits and pieces of emotions because a lot of times we tend to um, not be present with ourselves and we are picking up the emotions and, and our thoughts and reactions and sometimes that's not in a view of, of the whole self. And so what we're trying to do is to um, get practice on going into in-depth and applying our understanding. So what we really want to do is really have the knowledge and, or gain knowledge by observing. And we also want to understand when we do this, we are simply looking inside of ourselves and we're observing. So we um, need some stillness and we need peace and space to do this. So stillness is silence and having a, an ability to sit and ponder, possibly just listening to your inner self. It can really be a natural process, too, that you can do this not as a meditative state, but you can be doing this throughout your day um, as you go through different situations. Because when you do this from an intentional process, you're also going to see things differently. And when you see them differently or clearly, uh, you're going to know, know that um, there's more information for yourself, too. And, and sometimes it can give you a real clarity. So, again, it's insight is, it can be actually superficial. And what we're uh, suggesting is that we have depth in our process. When we typically go through and if we're really interested in something, um, we're going to be seeing and studying something in a, in a different level. Um, sometimes the more that we observe, the, our greater depth of op observation, we do pick up more knowledge. And as we look at something for several times and observe something several times, we're going to be learning something different each time, hopefully. We're learning something of a different depth. And as we gather our knowledge together, then we can be using this information as we get more clarity. When we learn about something in depth like that, we can get excited too about how to observe more about it. And typically, mindfulness and meditation is the um, format for observing our minds and bodies, but we also can be doing this um, when we just are participating in our world so that if you go for a walk in nature, you could actually apply this and you can have um, the level of detail um, as you go along on your, your path, your walk through the nature. You could stop and observe something in that, that pops up along the way that is a curiosity. And uh, it's really up to the process that you're working with. And, and as you practice this, it may take your, um, I mean, your, um, base um, walk might take a little longer because you're having to um, stop and meditate or stop and pause as you go along the way and find yourself thinking or looking at something closer. And possibly you're, if you're taking pictures, you know, you're going to find yourself taking a lot of pictures because sometimes we get into uh, situations where we start looking in a, in a close way and we see more things of curiosity. So 
if we are looking just from a um, process of where we are in our world, we're not really looking at under a microscope um, process, but it is really from a conceptual perspective, we are developing skills in ourselves to look sharper um, or look at something sharper than just passing through. And um, if it's a curiosity for yourself to stop and, and observe, it may take a little um, to observe something. And also maybe there's other things going on that you see. So the, it's, you know, it's, it is rather interesting. And uh, we find that sometimes we're learning things and we can um, have it so that we can also have misconceptions that where we um, might look at something and somehow we get blocked where we're, we're not able to really see something. So it can be um, sometimes this might happen if something's in a different study, uh, but life changes so fast sometimes that we're uh, having to try to keep up with it. So as we go through and practice and we try these things over and over again, or we're, we're taking the time to observe um, and find ourselves in more depth, um, it's really looking at it from the, the perspective that um, the means to the end is actually you know, the whole process. And so it is a process and we're looking for the relationship of the process and our views on the whatever you're focusing on. So it's an experience process that you want to take some time and not be pushing yourself to do this too quickly. Sometimes too, we can get into a routine that we find ourselves just plowing through because we feel like this is our focus and we need to do something with it. Or we find ourselves looking at a subject and saying, oh, I don't see anything there. So what is what is my focus here? Why is it I'm standing here looking for something when I can't see it? And so we want to repeat our observations and test how we are coming back to something. Um, as we each time we are seeing something and we keep our minds open, our insight is actually broadening and we can find different facets of the experience. As this also becomes clearer, then that clarity can give you uh, an expansion of detail and it feels very freeing, very uh, interesting process. Um, it's observation and you can take notes about it, you can write a story about it, you can, um, list out the knowledge that you've gained and each time you've looked at something you might learn something new but it's really insight is just half of it you know the other half is really doing something with it so we are um we're looking at it from an activity perspective too so that as we observe with something um, and we feel like we come away with the clarity then we might want to apply and test some of our insights and look at it from the standpoint of understanding, are we able to understand something in more depth and how does that change our relationship to it? So the focus really is not just intellectual knowledge, but also if something is clear, um, being practical with it. So you're able to apply it to something else. Um, possibly it's 
um, going to give you incentive to take action. And that action can be um, very simple or it could be very complex because it might be like um, unwinding a, a complicated situation. So again, it's it's very interesting how um, we take this and practice with it, but sometimes our practice, we're not sure what to do with it. We have different levels of, of uh, we have different levels of observation, and we also have knowledge that we're gaining with something. But we want to be objective and really look at everything that's around it um, and look at it like we haven't seen it before. There, when we apply this, even though we might live with certain situations or relationships or around our space, um, if we are living with it, a lot of times we can't see something uh, because it becomes part of the woodwork. And what we want to do is when we observe and we take that t- time to really observe, we want to um, observe it as it is brand new. It's it's something new that um, we're looking at <clears throat> and check in on your experience with it. How we learn about something is either um, really diving in or we're um, observe, observing several times and, and taking notes. Maybe something changed in between too. So as we um, do this, we're going to identify things that that we see the first time, and then maybe there um, there's a different feeling the second observation. But as we identify these, we can explore them, and um, as we look at pieces of the jigsaw puzzles that we work on, each little piece fits together for the bigger story or picture. And as we put the puzzle together, we're going to find um, different relationships and understandings and, and gain ourselves some some skills in here too. So as we go through this, it can be quite exciting too because as you develop a different relationship with a situation and you feel like you haven't seen it for a long time, um, as you do the the comparatives and work with the foundation, you're going to also possibly find solutions to something. And possibly that solution is, has been there all, all the while, but we couldn't see it because we were not seeing the whole picture. So it becomes an opening of the doors around us, ourselves. And sometimes with um, our frustrations and our whole package of emotions, you know, depression and sorrows, sometimes we aren't looking at things totally and or completely in, in the um, non-judgment. And so we observe with different issues showing up because of our uh, mental uh, approach. And so this gives an opportunity to really try a new skill to step back and perceive things in a different way. And as we study the, the different processes, we're also going to find it useful that um, we find a, a, a relationship with something. And when we approach it from a sincerity perspective, we're looking at it from a deep practice and we're looking at benefits also. So when you're seeing something that is real, that is, has been there all the while, you can um, possibly then uh, make changes um, to it or to yourself, with yourself or with others. And um, as this is also an opportunity to identify things that you need to let go 
because they're not useful anymore. But it's one of these that sometimes the hurdles pop up too. I mean, some of our observations might deepen a situation that we get a, a bit into too much of um, the depth and maybe we get a hurdle that we can't climb over, but it's also one that we can we can uh, carry on with and um, go back and observe again and look at it from a different um, process or angle. And as we do that, we're going to also be finding that um, as we we practice on and on, it's going to have some um, sense that as we do this, we're going to have a light bulb show up. Um, we'll have a and, you know, a moment of light bulb for ourselves going, wow, I have been there and done this for seven times. And right now I find the clarity. Wow. We can surprise ourselves. And we know that um, as we do this, we're also going to find it exciting because we're going to observe something that maybe was in our way. And then when we let it go, it opens a whole new approach or, or it lets in the light and we have insight into something that might have been quite, um, you know, not clear before. So again, it's the insights themselves are not the whole package. It's what do you do with them when you get them? And we want to find practical uses for these different um, insights because it's also getting to know your mind and body and how you relate to different things and how they're interrelated. So the benefit of knowing your mind is to really get in and understand and as you practice you're going to have the opportunity of having an instant reaction to something that maybe in the past you weren't able to really judge whether it was harmful or, or even useful. And the more you practice, the more that you learn each time. And it's, again, a, a habit. And it's um, practicing makes perfect. So we don't have perfect relationships. We always have two things going on, ourselves and another relation we're doing. But it gives clarity and some opportunity to show empathy, to understand other, others um, as they are real in real reality. And knowing that we um, are able to provide some some ideas, possibly, but also some action-related parts. And a lot of our relationships, not just our families, but we relate to people in our work areas. And some of these have a lot of depth in them. And so as we interact with them, we're also able to apply these insights so that we can find new ways to share you know, what, what is going on. As we pause here, we're going to um, take a, a brief break, and we will be back shortly. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. 
our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment, for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break. Hit the pause pad button or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space to Pause. We're um, practicing, we're studying practicing presence with insight. Um, insight is also very useful in our re- work relations as um, a lot of times um, creative thinkers and um, workers um, are sometimes challenged with conflict. Um, and so a lot of the um, possibility here is to ob- learning the skill we can become easier to um, actually apply ourselves with these relationships as we are able to step in a different perspective. And, you know, the goal would be to understand different ways and look at the different pressures as we are experiencing the relationship and um, as we interact with people on these different areas, we're also going to be able to apply our insights and find new possibilities where we can um, have a solution. So there is, it's really um, a desire to uh, take our busy minds and find a common um, area that we can help um, with the understanding and, and have it as we're designing our tapestry of, of different uh, areas. Um, and as we do this, we're you know, insight is really important and to um, take a look at things and know that um, we are developing tools. You know, this is like a stress relief tool um, where we can learn what stress really is, you know, in these different situations. And possibly as we apply this too and we go into more depth of observation, we're going to learn more about the stress that maybe we didn't see before. And when we do that, it gives us more empathy possibly to uh, not be in a hurry to um, also allow your relationships to have a different kind of level too. And it gives um, a chance to have a quality that possibly wasn't there before. As each moment is new and and unique, um, every experience is new. And uh, when we're in a higher perspective, we have a different way of observing, too. It's not just like watching TV. We're not just a superficial observer. When we're actually tuned in and listening in a different way, we're actually applying 
active skills to participate. So as as this is all making, um, I mean, it's very, it sounds very simple, but as we do this and we observe things several times, we're going to find that as we really are doing this more in depth, more shows up. And as we apply ourselves with this, um, it gives curiosity and we, we actually start being more curious about um, the effect of how approach might take. So you might try it and try a solution as um, if you have an insight that shows up and then you try the solution, you might end up with several different solutions. So, you know, there's different um, approaches, you know, that, um, you know, know, essentially insight is, you know, one of these words where we find um, there's different understandings and it's not just one understanding. So, um, sometimes it's been used, misused, and um, you know the idea here is that you know we we use it in a way for uh, looking at different situations, and some of these are um, things that we want to step back a bit and maybe map out, um, as this helps to translate different approaches to and behaviors. So. Um, when we spend time and actually map out what we're trying to explore, um, we want to take a look um, from a more s- scheduled perspective rather than just applying you know, the curiosity. And when we take the time to actually map something out, um, it brings together a lot of different opportunity to gather uh, insights possibly from yourself and also from others as you're, you're able to ask you know, what is happening in the different situations um, and it gives you a different context. Um, when you do this, you already have some basic insights, but you might want to um, identify what do you really know about a situation? What are the facts that, that your uh, experience has shown? Um, and when we look at the facts, you might also note you know, what do we think we know? I mean, we, we do have some things to know, but um, what what do we think we know? Um, and it might be that some of the insights we've had, we um, need to validate and or show the primary research on something saying, okay, well, this was just a superficial observation, or maybe it's the third or fourth or fifth observation. What do we think we know? And on that same note, uh, what don't we know? So as we take a look at some situations, we need to also identify if we haven't observed something, but we need to, uh, we need to approach it that way too. So we're um, going to have a bigger picture in a, in a way, kind of like the jigsaw puzzle where we want it clear. We aren't wanting the puzzle to be all um, mixed up and, and all the puzzle pieces scattered around. We're looking for critical parts of the puzzle. And when we do that, it also helps bring clarity and purpose to what we're trying to study. So the target here is to um, know that we aren't uh, going to be observing everything, but we want to focus on some target focus here and understand that these different situations can change 
and as we try to map something, we may have to have a map that we can erase and redraw the connections. But this is part of the journey, and as we work this in the right direction, we're, we're taking a look at um, coming up with some structure saying, okay, here's what we are trying to do here, and we're clear about how the the um, observation is supposed to be done and how we are attempting to identify and capture the experience. So in this experience process too, we know that there is time element here. So we want to be able to uh, engage with the process as not on an instant basis, but also with, with some time and some focus. And when we observe, we might have questions and enter into different levels of depth that we need to explore differently. And maybe it takes several uh, separate times, but as we go through this, we're identifying for each of these steps, we think about all of the parts and the interactions. Um, how is this experience? And how can I dive into it so I get the clarity? We identify our moments here with um, the approach and also the outcome, looking at um, identifying our key points, but knowing that we need to also possibly find different um, elements that we need to search further. And as we look at this, we might also have um, some emotional elements that come up, be, mainly because if you're working with others and you have emotions or situations and experiences that you have to explore, we don't know sometimes how the emotions might go. As you're observing, there might be something that needs to get modified. And when we modify or make changes, then sometimes that affects people in a different way than we expect. So we are keeping open and minded and we take a look and, and document in ourselves the effects. And so if it takes five times to apply and do the observation, we're looking for the opportunity to work on and improve experiences. And as we come together with ideas and systems and try these out, um, we're going to also possibly find different uh, ways to um, challenge ourselves. And it's really a journey. And as we improve upon each of our observations, we're going to find that um, we might end up with a whole different uh, set of things than we started out thinking were going to be there. So again, it's the, the insight is the gathering and then we need to um, put it into action if there's something that needs to be acted upon. So there's really some um, elements here of principle that apply to our um, statements of structure around um, insight. And um, we look at a set of five principles. Um, we set the context. And what this means is we want to clearly explain what the observation is the goal, you know, what is this situation and how does this relate? How do, who, who is it and how does it um, re relate in, in this process? What are they doing? Um, and what are we trying to uh, achieve in this process? Um, the 
critical part of a definition is really understanding um, the barriers that basically have come up and what we're trying to achieve. Because sometimes we might have a situation that uh, has a, a specific, but we're not sure what is the actual value, or what are the behaviors and the needs. And sometimes there are strong emotions that happen too. So we want to understand this and, and know that maybe there's a trigger that happens before the emotion um, and you are observing this on a continuous basis. It might happen sometimes and maybe it doesn't the next time. But uh, as we are essentially looking for this on a repeated basis, there's um, an opportunity to then uh, note this and understand that the uh, problem that you're solving or probably the, the observation and the change might be different, but it might relate to other activities. Um, there's an, a need for also understanding the why. You know, what is, what is the discovery of understanding and, and why is this happening in a certain way? So when you're observing something, you're, you're taking a look at why. Um, when you do this, you're you're looking for um, not just the activity, but what is causing it. And as we take a look and we look at behavior, and we are asking, what is the behavior, and why is that a certain behavior? So when we take the motivations that drive people, um, and we're looking at it as an observation, there's certain things people get motivated to change. And sometimes um, it comes up with different elements at the end, but that can also cause tension. And as we look at the different tension areas, the psychological, the emotional, cognitive, and environmental, these all are areas that bring more information to you. Also, when you're um, looking at the observer. The, you're observing the outputs of your experience. So it gets compared then um, it, toward the end of your process, you're observing, but you're also looking at an ideal situation. And so what you want to do is um, not just observe and note that, but you want to also come up with some ideals. How should it be? Um, what is the desired situation? Um, solution. And it's not just defining a solution, but really knowing what would the world look like and feel like um, if there was an ideal situation there. So it's, um, you start with some, some evaluation, obviously, but you want to also say to yourself, I wish there was something happening so that essentially it gives you a different perspective. Through this whole process, our the words themselves all mean um, different things to different people. And so there's um, words that inspire and there's words for action. There's um, processes that are designing and, and innovative. Um, and as we think of different definitions, it is something where we look at um, the first statement here is really taking a look at the behavior. So we want to describe in ourselves how the situation is um, occurring. And when we do that, we take a look and we make 
some judgment calls and we say, okay, well, here's some special moments that I observed and this, this output over here made me feel good. So when you would do this, um, we then want to take a look at what is happening here and come up with a, a consolidation of our observation. And um, as we describe things to ourselves and we look at the end result, we're also coming up with the ideal solution or situation. So we want to um, jot down in our observations, here's the insight. Um, in, in a way that we have kind of a full story and we're validating our insights with, you know, the, the um, observation details and our solution. So having this available, then you're able to also find that sometimes part of it will work and part of it won't. But it is something that um, you end up uh, finding a detail that does actually summarize and that is part of this observation process. It's um, it, you can get carried away with it as well, but it's something that as you go through it, you're um, going to find that um, sometimes you have to shift your gears, and you sometimes come up with a really powerful insight that maybe um, hasn't been recognized, and it can be a consolidation consolidated emotional level. Um, that maybe um, was really obvious, but nobody had really applied it. And so it can be a solution that could show up that might solve all kinds of things. And so as you take this uh, approach in your situation and step back and be in a higher perspective, it's really a, an ideal situation that if you're inspired, you're going to actually take action and that action has all kinds of ramifications you don't know until you really get started. So all the, your insights show up in different ways and some of them might just dissipate when you get through actually, it's like mining your data. Um, you're actually synthesizing your findings and coming up with these, these wonderful statements, but the statement is only as good as the, the value of what you're approaching, too. So, insights sometimes um, have a beginning and a middle, but maybe they don't have a, a real um, element that's going to go anywhere or need to, it may need to be re um, thought through and possibly more observations made. So it's very interesting process and the more you practice that you can apply it to all areas of your life and you're going to have all kinds of action where you can take the time to really um, apply things and see results and that's really exciting. So some of this too you have to approach more from a, um, taking a look at um, the value of um, activation once you get an uh, idea that is something of value and how you approach that, you know, it's, it's also uh, dependent upon the situation. So sometimes it takes time to pause in this, this level of detail and step back from the situation and let it you know, calm down possibly if there's emotion in there. And when that, that calms down, then you're going to be able to apply more um, 
creative processes possibly that'll springboard into a direction you thought it was going to go or possibly into a new direction. So on that note, we're going to take a quick pause and we shall be right back. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break. Hit the pause pad button or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space to Pause, and we're discussing um, practicing presence with insight. So we've been discussing observation and how we approach it um, from a higher perspective, um, also repeated processes of observation and what we do with it. Um, we're gaining knowledge each time we do this in-depth um, study and um, what what do we do with the the knowledge? Um, you know, how do we turn the the knowledge into an insight that we can apply? A lot of it is uh, sometimes we don't know enough, and um, essentially it takes quite a bit of work when we're really looking at this. We're practicing, we're uh, trying it in different ways, and um, it is a skill that. Um, we need to understand requires some creativity and some persistence and some deep thinking as we go. Um, it's not a comfortable situation sometimes because you're going to possibly unearth something in your observation that you knew kind of behind the scene maybe. But as we observe, we're going to be flushing out this, this process and uh, having it come forward so that we can take a look at it. Um, really, it's uh, taking some serious analysis to take a look at, at all of these different things. And we're, we're looking at, um, it's very helpful to actually write down uh, in a statement form what you're, you're 
uh, learning, and it can be discussed as being research. So as we take a look at this from a research perspective, we're going to look for ways to have it also have an action that's going to uh, show up that inspires new ideas for products and service processes, possibly. Um, But how do we write up something in this kind of a, um, it feels very, you know, it's practice, it is a practice, but possibly we aren't going to be making it into a full sentence process or um, it's more of an application of the experience. And uh, we want to apply um, some of the ideas here in a in a way so that the the process and the outcome have some value. So we want to first start um, with a an identified uh, statement for ourselves of what is the situation. What we want to do is we want to come up with a a description of a current situation and also maybe a behavior. And as we take a look at this, we want to also capture some kind of a statement around the environment and maybe a simple observation of what's going on within it. As we go through this uh, process and we know that um, we've done several observations, there might also be more emotion showing up. And so we want to um, list out in our statements here some of the emotions. There might be frustration or possibly some description of why is this frustration showing up. And uh, as we look at possibly frustration, it's also showing up with a barrier and maybe there's something in that. Uh, emotional area that we need to fix something and um, as we go through this then um, we note that that uh, is something we want to fix. As we do this we're going to have an end result identifier too that we want to describe what is the result that we want to have on an outcome that ideally would be the the insight and the outcome of that insight for something of value. But we also come up in a, into the bigger picture. It's, it's the jigsaw pieces that are now fueling for a process that's going to be a higher value. And um, when we have this kind of effort um, really focused, we're going to find that it's going to reduce irrelevancy and help us focus on what's really meaningful in this situation and what is the foundation that we're looking for. Uh, once we start identifying some of these, then we're going to maybe have to rephrase different things as this helps to communicate to whomever in the process that uh, you might have to rewrite the statements, but we want to use them because it uh, gives us a real pattern so we can explore further as we are practicing and we're looking at not just the ideas but also the values that are happening. So it becomes a whole experience in there um, that uh, is not just a statement as a question but also coming up with a solution. And when we approach this, uh, it gives us a whole lot of different uh, aspects. So the idea of insight and how it works, 
Um, you can use it in your own situation too. So starting with the knowledge that you have of your environment and how you approach your environment, um, you can identify maybe a piece of the environment that you identify um, and say, okay, well, I need to explore this further. And as it's like you're unwinding a, um, an area of discovery and as you're unwinding one thing, then you start opening up a different thing. Um, and it becomes a um, process. Sometimes we have more things that show up uh, as we go along. Um, it's exciting in the sense that your mind, you're, you're actually detached from this situation when you are coming at this from a higher perspective. But it does take practice. And it takes practice by um, in ourselves, taking time to be still, to identify times, to um, take time to think about uh, the whole situation and um, in your environment around your world, you're going to have a lot of different uh, complexities possibly, you know, people involved that come in and out of your environment um, and possibly those are going to have different insights about uh, behavior. So uh, some of this gets kind of out there, but it is, it's a, a very important word that we practice because it's not just an, a practice of words and meanings, it's also internalizing it. So there's different ways to uh, apply this and what we want to do is, is apply it in a way that is going to be beneficial. But again, it takes time to identify what does beneficial mean also. So the approach of identifying um, in your statement and you're taking a look at um, possibly, here's an example of when, um, when you um, are a small business owner, you have a lot of different equipment and um, you start looking at um, product development. You go through different things or you have your person that likes to have lots of digital um, things around you. It could actually be um, down you know, after you've tried out different digital elements and finding that um, you're trying out this and then you run to something else, that could be actually considered digital clutter. And when you think on the total picture, you're, you're not clear, but you know that maybe there's a lot of things that are making up a lot of clutter, but you aren't sure exactly um, from the first view um, what you need to, to look at from a clutter perspective. So from an insight perspective, we come up with a statement that we know that um, there's a lot of different uh, things that you've you purchased, uh, different digital uh, equipment that are different that aren't being used, or maybe they are used partially. And then when you go through and you start looking at the the uses of these pieces of equipment, possibly some of them need to be recycled. But when you take a look at this, you're going to come up with a whole different package too because they open up the door that there might be other things that you don't see. Maybe it's physical equipment, but also maybe it might be applications or uh, subscriptions that, that aren't being used, but you're ending up paying for them along the way, even if they aren't being used. So um, our um, 
concept here is to uh, start with a statement of action and and observing um, like, okay, I want to clear up my my digital clutter out here. So you start the process and then you start looking at and observing, you know, oh, wow, I found this over here. I look through my, my uh, charges of my credit cards and I find, oh, this over here, you know, this shows up every month, but I don't know what it is. Uh, it's really important, and this is again observing and looking at the value of of this approach. Um, it's really important to take that information that you're gathering and apply some uh, specific uh, decision process and action to that. So you're not just letting it float along, knowing that it's something but you're not really clear what it is it could be costing you a lot of money and that's really important to then have action on that uh, process that you found and that's the value of being in this process knowing that you dive deep into a, a specific and then you come out and apply your your journey here as you want to uh, decide what you want to do with it Here's a poem I wrote that speaks to our journey. When I open my eyes, I see love flows freely through me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I ensure I am truly connected. When I open my voice, I share my vocal light everywhere. When I tune to my sense of smell, I am enveloped in dancing aromas. When I open my full heart, I know I'm made of a lot of parts, and with this mindful sensing, I find the Creator is simply in me. As humans, we are a direct reflection of nature's base of five elements, earth, water, fire, air, and space. We benefit and things get easier when we can slow down and flow with these natural rhythms. That's one of my quotes. But as we go through this, we're also uh, taking time to pause and really reflect on the opportunity. So on that note, we're going to pause and we will be back next time. joining us this week on Mindful Space to Pause. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition featuring your host, Dee Lee, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you next time.